Yo, today's QOD is when you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, you might do something about it. Here we go. Today show, I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We got Larry Winget back on the show today. And today, Larry is going to talk about, you know, how people just don't change. Like we say we're going to change, but we don't change. It's um, it's kind of fascinating when you think about it. And really, it's it's kind of brain science also when you think about it. You know, when you think about your brain, your brain has several different priorities. Like number one is safety. Number two is to conserve calories in case there's an emergency. Number three is to avoid pain. And then number four is to move toward pleasure. And so when we think about our goals, we're thinking about pleasure, but then getting back to what your brain prioritizes. Look at number one, survival. Who helps you to survive? Your tribe. Your tribe protects you. Your inner circle, your friends, your family. They keep you protected. But what happens When you decide to grow, many times your tribe isn't on board with that. And so you might get kicked out of your tribe. So you lose safety. Number two, what was it? Uh, Conserving calories just in case there's an emergency. Well, your brain is going to have to burn more calories than ever before when you are trying to change your habits. When you're trying to move from being a consumer To a producer, your brain goes into high calorie burning mode and your brain's like, nah, nah, I'm good. Like, why are we doing this? It might be an emergency coming up. And then number three is avoiding pain, right? Change requires much discomfort. It is very uncomfortable. And it also requires rejection. Like people are going to reject you. People aren't going to be on board with what you want to do. And the same parts of your brain that process physical pain also process emotional pain. The emotional pain that you feel when you're rejected, the emotional pain that you feel when you're running up against obstacles and you're feeling frustrated, your brain doesn't like any of this stuff. And so in order to change You've got to become really sick and tired of the way that things are. It's got to hurt more for you to stay where you are than it does to change. And once you get there, that's when people go, all right, it's time. Or you can say, I know what my brain is trying to do. It's trying to keep me alive. It's trying to keep me safe. I thank you for that brain, but I want to do this anyway. So go out there and do it. Don't wait to be sick and tired before you get going. Just get going now. But just know that your brain is one of the biggest obstacles that you'll ever have to deal with. I hope that made sense. There you wing, it's coming up. People love to whine. They love to whine. Y'all know people who love to whine? For some people, whining's their best friend. And believe it or not, I'm the wrong guy to whine to. I did one of these not long ago. Guy caught me outside the room when I was all finished, and he walked up to me and he said, you know, Larry, I was watching you up there, and you're probably doing all right, but I'm not doing so well. But you really don't understand. 
I mean, you don't have to work with those people I've got to work with. And my boss is an idiot. And you don't have to go home to my wife. And you're not putting up with my kids. And you haven't been through what I've been through. You're not going through what I'm going through right now, Larry. You don't understand. My life sucks. I said, now, let me help you with this. It's because you suck. I mean, isn't that how it is? If your life sucks, it's because you suck. I didn't do it. And it works that way across the board, really. If business sucks, it's because it's a business person, you suck. I heard a while ago them saying that the people who are faced with the biggest challenges is in this room, those are some of the people who are doing the very best. Isn't that right? Absolutely. Anybody can do it. And if your sales suck, it's because as a salesperson, you suck. And if your employees suck, it's because of a manager, you suck. Deal with it. Y'all figured out yet I'm not really a motivational speaker. Actually, I'm billed right now as the world's only irritational speaker. <laughs> now, there was a time in my career I called myself a motivational speaker, but not anymore. And all the biggest motivational guys in the business, the ones everybody knows, those are all my best friends. But I quit calling myself a motivational speaker because I think they're all liars. <laughs> they are. They're, every one of them, they're all liars. And you've heard them lie, and you let them get by with it. Now, you all have heard motivational speakers before, haven't you? Well, then you've heard them lie. You have heard them stand on stage and say stuff you knew in your mind and in your heart wasn't true, and you let them, and you shouldn't have. You've heard them stand on stage and say, as long as you've got a good positive attitude, everything in your life will be all right. Heard them say that? Listen, I've had a good positive attitude all my life, and I've had more crap happen to me. See, it's not true. Having a good positive attitude won't keep anything from happening to you. It'll just help you deal with the crap that does happen to you. And that's what we need. We need the ability to deal with what happens to us because it's going to happen. Isn't that right? Say you back. Yeah. And I am a positive guy. I'm so positive that when I travel, I carry a hairdryer. <laughs> If I'm feeling real optimistic, I'll plug that sucker in, too. I'll tell you another thing motivational speakers are saying, and you've heard them say this. They say, as long as you feel really good about yourself, as long as you feel really good about yourself, you can just do anything. Heard them say that? That's not true. It's not. And I know that flies in the face of everything you've ever been told, but I promise you that is a lie. We do not make positive change in our lives when we feel good about who we are. We make positive change in our lives when we get uncomfortable with who we are. Isn't that right? When you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, you might do something about it, but probably not until then. You've got to get uncomfortable first. Let me give you an example of that. Y'all are sitting in those chairs. You're going to sit in those chairs exactly the way you were sitting in those chairs at this very moment, until the moment you become uncomfortable. 
At the very moment you become uncomfortable, that is when you shift and you move and you change in order to again become comfortable. Because as long as you're comfortable, you're just going to sit there. Now that's the way it works when you sit in a chair and that's the way it works in your personal life and I promise you, that's the way it works in your business. We don't make change, ever, until we first become just a bit uncomfortable. And the nice thing is change makes us uncomfortable and it forces us to do something differently in order to again become comfortable. Now I don't see a lot of flexibility in this world and flexibility is the key to dealing with all that change. I really don't. Folks, I really am on the road all the time. Last year, I spent 300 days on the road. I stay in lots of hotels. I eat in lots of restaurants. I like to eat out. I'm good at it. In fact, I even eat out when I go home. I do. My wife is not a very good cook, and I don't care. Really, I don't. I did not marry my wife because she could cook. I married my wife because I loved her and she loves me, so who cares if she can cook? Besides, you just like the women in this room. Many of you have a full-time job just like she does, so why is it any more her responsibility to make sure food ends up on the table than it is mine? By the way, guys, that's called kissing up. I walk in the house at night, I always say the very same thing. I say, well, where are we going to eat tonight? She always says the very same thing. I don't care as long as it's expensive. <laughs> so I take her to the airport for a sandwich. <laughs> and as I travel around eating out, there's one thing I like to eat better than any other thing. I really do, and I'm a connoisseur of many, many different kinds of foods, and I like almost everything in the world, but my very favorite food in this whole world, I like cheeseburgers. Y'all like cheeseburgers? Man, I love cheeseburgers. I know about cheeseburgers. I know what they look like, taste like, smell like. I know they got grease on top of the buns, onions fried inside the meat. I know they're not good for you, and I don't care. I mean, you're going to die of something, isn't that right? Might as well be with a good greasy cheeseburger in your hand. In fact, if word ever gets back to y'all that Larry Wingate is dead, let me make you this promise. They will not have found me laying on the side of the road with a pair of running shoes on, I'll guarantee it. <laughs> so as I'm traveling around, I'm looking for a cheeseburger. Now, I'm very fortunate. I didn't like most fast food cheeseburgers. I do, and there's one I think does a better job than most others, and some of you will not have had the privilege of eating one of these because they're only located in 25 states but they're the fourth largest, fastest growing hamburger chain right now in the country, headquartered in my home state of Oklahoma, and it's Sonic Drive-Ins. How many of y'all ever eaten at a Sonic Drive-In? Oh, a bunch of you. Listen, the number two cheeseburger at Sonic Drive-In, man, that's the way to go. I pulled into a Sonic Drive-In one day, I rolled down my window, I got ready to reach out and push that button and order the number two cheeseburger, and that day they had a special. The special that day was a black plastic squeeze bottle. Has hot pink writing on the side, big hot pink straw coming out of the top. Now I'm sort of attracted to loud colors and strange shapes. I said, I got to have that black plastic squeeze bottle with a hot pink writing and a hot pink straw. Just as I'm about to push the button and order it, I notice that there's a problem. 
The black plastic squeeze bottle with the hot pink writing and the hot pink straw is a Pepsi-Cola promotion. I hate Pepsi. So I had to make a decision. Could I choke down a Pepsi in order to get that black plastic squeeze bottle? I decided that I could. I pushed the button. Tell the guy on the other end of the line that I want the number two cheeseburger, and I'll take your black plastic squeeze bottle with the hot pink writing and the hot pink straw. That's when he said, sir, what would you like in that? Now, that was a new development. It was clear it was only supposed to come full of Pepsi. In fact, it had Pepsi written on the side in hot pink. I said, do you mean I get a choice? He said, sir, this is America. He said, you always get a choice. I said, well, then make mine a Dr. Pepper. And I learned more in five seconds from a guy to sonic driving what it takes to be successful. It takes flexibility. What did it cost him to give me a Dr. Pepper instead of a Pepsi? Nothing. But what did it do for him? I told you the story. Is that important? Do customers tell stories? Do you, as a customer, go away and tell stories? Do your customers tell stories? Absolutely. I work with all kinds of companies. I work with companies that spend millions and millions and millions of dollars on advertising. And I think sometimes in business we forget that the best advertising in the whole world is a satisfied customer with a big mouth. <laughs> and the worst advertising in the whole world is a dissatisfied customer with a big mouth. Now, I don't always get that kind of service. Do you? I mean, do you get it the way you want it every single time? I'm amazed at how bad service really is. I'm just amazed. I go in restaurants anymore. If the food even shows up, I have a party. <laughs> and retail? Retail is the worst. I was in a retail store the other day. The clerk was so obnoxious. I finally stopped and said, you know, you don't seem to understand the basics of business. You are expense. I am revenue. <laughs> he didn't have a clue what I was talking about. That was Larry Winget. His website is LarryWinget.com. You can watch today's entire talk on the YouTube. It is called Success is Your Own Damn fault. All right, my friend, I hope you enjoyed this week's clips. I'll see you on Monday. Have a great weekend. Peace.